welcome to another edition of Digging Deeper with Brian Hale. Brought to you by Hale Multimedia, website and mobile app development for over 25 years. That's HaleMultimedia.com. Now listen in and join me online at DiggingDeeper.us. We recently posted an article on our Digging Deeper news page. Andrea put it together called Livestock Producers Call for Enforcement. Responding to dwindling cattle profits and rising grocery store meat prices, the White House has announced it will invest $1 billion in local processors and revive made-in-the-U.S. meat labeling, or they're saying. Four multinational meatpacking companies control 85% of the beef market, which since 2019 hasn't given ranchers a sustainable price for cattle. Ranchers, along with pork and poultry farmers, have for years asked for better enforcement of the Packers and Stockyards Act. Meat packers need to be regulated to protect our American cattle producers. The label product of the USA only means that it is packaged in the USA. Most consumers don't understand this designation. An independent national nonprofit cattle group says Biden's meat and poultry supply chain action plan will not solve the problem in the markets. Bill Bullard with RCAF USA says we will need decisive action and we view that to be a huge omission in today's announcement by the administration. Let's listen in to more from Bill Bullard from RCAF USA. The president is beefing with the meat industry as food associations tell Joe Biden to stop playing chicken with the food system, but the administration continues to play the blame game. When dominant middlemen control so much of the supply chain, they are able to increase their own profits at the expense of both farmers and ranchers who make less for their product and consumers at the grocery store who pay more. Rancher and CEO of RCAF, Bill Bullard, joins me live to discuss. Bill, thanks for getting up with us. Here is the Biden plan as we know of it. It is a $1 billion plan to help the meat industry. $100 million would reduce the cost of inspections. $100 million would address the supply chain crisis. And $800 million would go to grants and loans for smaller facilities. I understand, Bill, that this is a complicated industry, a lot of players with a lot of competing interests. I want to focus on the people like you, the people on the ground that are doing the work. As someone who knows this industry as well as you. Is that the best use of $1 billion in your estimation? Well, no, the best use would be to restore competition to the marketplace that has been completely eliminated because the U.S. regulators did not enforce our antitrust laws and allowed four meat packers to control 85% of the marketplace. And that gives them tremendous market power to exercise. And they're able to exercise that power through globalization. For example, the meat packers can now source beef from 20 different countries and pass it off to unsuspecting wow. consumers as if it were produced by the American rancher. And so that can happen because consumers are deprived of the opportunity to know the origins of the beef they purchase for their families. So without country of origin labeling, without consumers having the ability to initiate demand signals in the marketplace, there can be no competition in the entire live cattle industry. And then to uh, top that off, you've got the meat packers that have engaged in buying conduct that eliminates competition in the cattle market. They have substituted our dynamic price discovery market with forward contracts. 
And I've heard that the infiltration of foreign product is not just something that the meat industry is experiencing. It is something my people in the fish market have talked about. It is a situation we need to focus on. You want to help American, buy American. I want to get your thoughts on this. So many of the people that watch us, Bill, are ranchers, are farmers. Like I said, they're the ones doing the work, getting up early, hitting, hitting their farms, hitting their fields. What do you fundamentally need from government? We need them to enforce the laws that are on the books. The Sherman Act, the Clayton Act, the Packers and Stockyards Act, the Commodity Exchange Act. These are acts that have been designed to ensure that we have a robustly competitive industry. But it's been completely ignored uh, for decades. And as a result, uh, the competition is purged from the system. And cattle producers, the America's cattle ranchers, are suffering as a result. We've got a complete disconnect between the value of beef that consumers are buying in the grocery store and the value of cattle that cattle producers receive. In fact, uh, the price points are moving in opposite directions. Beef prices have been skyrocketing to superinflated prices. At the same time, cattle producers, Americans, ranchers, are receiving severely depressed prices in the marketplace. And the middlemen, the meat packers, are enjoying tremendous profits as a result. So they're fighting hard to make sure that no changes are made. Now, we filed a class action antitrust lawsuit in 2019, alleging that the four largest packers have conspired to artificially depress prices paid to producers and to inflate beef prices paid or that consumers pay. And so this is a serious problem. Okay. Our industry has been in a crisis for seven years, at which time uh, we realized this disconnect between the value of beef and the value of cattle. The government needs to step in and enforce the laws that are on the books, and they've refused to do that for decades. And as a result, the system has become so broke that uh, during the pandemic, our grocery store beef shells ran out of beef. Consumers could not yeah, buy it for was the first a shame. time perhaps in history, could not buy the protein they needed for their families. And it doesn't really help when you have a president who's kind of just realizing the cost of meat and how high it is right now. It doesn't bode well. Combine that with what you just said going forward. It doesn't bode well for this year in the meat price industry. Bill, we appreciate your time. Again, so many of our viewers are like you. The group remains skeptical about the planned strategy for addressing decades of non-enforcement for U.S. antitrust laws and the 100-year-old Packers and Stockyards Act. According to Larry Lee of Brownfield Ag News, Bullard says the dollars invested in rebuilding lost packing capacity and increased transparency will benefit producers, but what they haven't done is announced that they will decisively enforce our current laws, our ongoing antitrust laws, and the Packers and Stockyards Act. Bullard told Brownfield the U.S. cattle markets are chronically broken, causing tremendous harm to America's cattle farmers and ranchers, and the government has been reluctant to take the necessary and courageous steps to restore competition to the marketplace. The first reaction of the government is to throw money at the problem, but what we have is a systemic mar market failure in the entire cattle supply chain and the beef supply chain and the government needs to hone in on that and begin making immediate corrective steps, and they're not doing that yet. Ag Secretary Vilsack says USDA is working on rules and enforcement guidelines for the Packers and Stockyards Act. Bullard says today's market conditions are worse than 100 years ago when the Packers and Stockyards Act became law, and government needs to focus exclusively on the new rules and enforcement guidelines. Since 2017, 
We've had retail beef prices and cattle prices moving in opposite directions. So consumers are being exploited on one end of the supply chain and cattle producers are being exploited on the other. Bullard stated the problem is that the administration is talking about making changes for the future but not focusing on what has been happening in the past. He says a significant number of cattle feeders and cattle producers have gone out of business and this needs to be addressed. The legislation mentioned by Biden is a bill that Montana Democrat John Tester introduced with Republican Senators Chuck Grassley of Iowa and Mike Rounds of South Dakota. The bill, the Meatpacking Special Investigator Act, would create the Office of the Special Investigator for Competition Matters within the U.S. Department of Agriculture's USDA Packers and Stockyards Division. A second bill, the 5014 bill, S949, requires beef packers with more than one plant to purchase at least 50% of their cattle in the competitive cash market each week for each plant and requires those cattle to be harvested within 14 days of purchase. A third bill, the American Beef Labeling Act, or Senate Bill 2716, requires that only beef raised in the United States receives the product of the USA label by restoring mandatory country of origin labeling on beef by inserting beef and ground beef back into the existing 2002 MCOOL law. The, in, the 2002 MCOOL law currently requires country of origin labels on other foods such as lamb, chicken, fish, nuts, and fruits and vegetables. This means that the foreign animal processed in the United States can't receive the product of the USA designation. Here's a quote from Bill Bullard. Our nation's cattle industry is in a serious crisis and while we appreciate the administration's plans to write rules with which to implement portions of the Packers and Stockyards Act, correct the exploitive product of the USA beef label, and increase market transparency by requiring more information, as well as its attempt to identify any new potential violations of competition laws, the fact remains that the administration has not announced that it will take decisive enforcement action to protect America's cattle producers from the harms they've been experiencing for the past seven years, and we remain disappointed with that omission. End of quote. Bill Bullard, cattle rancher and CEO of RCAF USA. We do support RCAF USA and encourage you to do the same. This is just another example of the war on agriculture. Stay tuned to Digging Deeper for more. And that does it for another edition of Digging Deeper. Visit our website to catch this podcast and many others anytime. You can also watch our live TV network, browse our on-demand content, read our controversial articles, or sign up if you feel led to join the cause for defending our Constitution. It's all on diggingdeeper.us. We appreciate you listening, and remember, visit diggingdeeper.us to learn more about what we're doing to bring truth to light.